Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. What's here up, Bone? Not a whole lot, DK. It's Friday, Junior, man. Pre-Friday, whatever you want to call it, dude. How, how you feeling about today? I'll call it a week out from Tennessee Titans in town here. But there's another <laughs> game before that. It's Pittsburgh versus Jacksonville coming up Sunday at 1.02 p.m. at Akershire Stadium. A lot of different things to discuss as it relates to that. I'm going to mention first that Renee Kelly comes in with a preemptive strike. Look at that. Ten gift memberships yeah. right off the bat. Look at us as diverse as our crowd is, DK. Everybody's welcome in, man. There is, I mean, just grab a seat. All we ask of you is not to be at the uncle's table. That's it. And, and Renee's helping with that by giving up 10 memberships, DK. Mm -hmm. And the way to accept a gift membership, if you're in the live chat, select allow gifts or select the pinned membership gifting. Confirm that you'd like to opt in by turning on the allow gift switch. Simple as that. It's, right, it's easy peasy, DK, and then you move right off that table, and then and, and, and exactly, and then you can come and have a, a drink with us and grab a plate and sit back and relax, DK. Uh, what is the line for this game, man? Like, I really know what that is as an NFL employee. I can't even bet on these types of things, DK. I just oh, Jacksonville favorite it, isn't that something? I mean, you know, prove it, okay. Wow. Not with not with wins and losses, but go out there with an actual convincing performance. That's okay. I I actually didn't know that was going to be the case, DK. I actually thought Pittsburgh would be the favorite. I Jacksonville's a good team. We established that the, the earlier parts of this week. I didn't realize playing at Acushire Stadium, formerly known as Heinz Field, would actually they will walk in there and be favorites. I'm I'm a little shocked by that, but I can't wait to see what this matchup going to look like. I I mean, at some point or other, you have to actually. Perform. How about we talk about that today? We okay. All right. We about, we have to at some point we have to what DK? I believe you got to ring something. Oh, oh, that's right. My bad. My bad. My bad. Yeah, that's uh, you know, play better. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Oh, here's the thing: the fourth quarter stuff. It, it's it's cute. It's cute. It's cuddly, and it doesn't win over the course of a long season. It just doesn't. No. no okay. No, At some no, point no. or other, you've got to be that team consistently to be taken seriously. Uh, yeah. Whether that's by the betters, whether that's even by yourselves. Yeah, you okay? do. Because if you're in if you're in that environment, Moan, and you know this, you can say to everything that you want to the reporters around you. As soon as the reporters are out of that room, you're thinking to yourself, oh my God, we got to get better. <laughs> that is very true, man. Guys have to be honest with themselves in these moments. Uh, like you said, there's a lot of flaw in them not showing up to the second half. Uh, you have teams that have good, really good offenses that can really drag you down and make it very, very hard for you to win those games. Um, you also have no consistency in what you're doing when you can't start off the game right. You got to make it a point. And there's the other portion of it too, DK. Um, it adds stress to the job. So much so that it confuses people sometimes. By, as we spoke about yesterday, I feel like, doing extra things that you're not supposed to be doing. Um, that, that idea of just do your job, man, uh, kind of takes over when you don't know what you're doing in those early parts of the game. I'm with you. I like the idea that we slept comfortably on a Monday because you won pretty fairly on the road because of a fourth quarter comeback. This isn't that type of team that need to be doing that consistently. Matt Canada took a lot of flack when he said a few weeks back, right? We're not built to play from behind. It's good to be close in games. It's good to jump out in front of teams, but I don't think a lot of people understand how much this team does have to grow up, DK. Like, it's fair to kind of say that. And that growth means play calling, knowing how to start a game, knowing how to compete, and, and knowing how to win and close out games, DK. That is 100% fact. I will lay on that one with you. You're right on that one. I mean, get it done, okay? Yeah. It, 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 you're out there in the fourth quarter against a pretty good, not great, but a pretty good defense with a living legend on the other side and Aaron right. Donald. And you, you put it all together. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. Like, like that. Okay. That's not just because, you know, Kenny went and reached into the pile of mojo and grabbed some for himself. 
It's because you're capable of it. Yeah, you, you are. You can do it. Yeah, yeah. So what's stopping you from doing it on a consistent basis? You can say well, you don't like Matt Canada's play calling in the first quarter or whatever stuff. It, it, to me, that that all that stuff starts to be you're just hiding behind something. You know what I mean? Is he the biggest scapegoat that we've seen here in a while, Matt Canada? The longest while. Todd Haley didn't even come close to this. And Todd has some real good stuff going on, too, DK, and some bad things at times, too. But I like this. I like what Rick says. Okay, you need to make a statement game. Put it all together. Yeah, and, and there's no, no better team to do it than the Jacks. They got a young enough quarterback that you can embarrass them and have people asking questions about them. You got a second-year head coach now who's on a second tenure with a team, and you're, you're underdogs at home. If you're going to do it, do it this week. What What is a statement game that it looks like for this team? What does a statement game look like for this team, though, DK? Is it solely, and hear me out, offense? Because if this team goes out, and I know I'm going to say a number that's going to be very far-fetched to a lot of people, DK, but if they go out and score 38 points. Oh, geez, man. Is that the statement we're looking for? Like, is oh. the statement offensively? Statement? That's like the, that's like, what's the, the Emancipation Proclamation or something? <laughs> 38 points from this offense. You've been set free is what we got going on, DK, if they're able to do that, man. I was either um, thinking of the Emancipation Proclamation or, oh, Gettysburg Address is Gettysburg what I meant to address. say. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, the Emancipation just freedom for this offense, man. But you say that, but all the, a, a lot of everybody want DK is, is just the Emancipation from uh, Matt Canada. But if they go uh, score 38 stop points. trying to bail me out I know, here. <laughs> I know. No, it's all good. No, it's all good. Uh, I knew what you meant and where you were headed to. That's just what popped up in your noodle right there. But it's just, it's just, it, you have to get something done at some point. Okay. Brandon, and no. I'm not talking about just, a, and people say, like, all right, well, you know, Kenny's just coming around in the fourth quarter. Here, let me throw a stat at you guys. Talk to you me ready? nicely. What we got, DK? These are, these are Kenny's passer ratings by quarter for the year. You ready? Uh huh. First quarter, 45.8. Second quarter, 76.8 third quarter 92.9 fourth quarter 102.8 so what i'm illustrating here isn't that the in the fourth quarter comes along and he's awesome it's not it's a gradual buildup. yeah that so that that's fascinating to me seeing this be a trend though Even to explain it is because as a pro you're supposed to jump out consistently like how do you stay in the nfl or any league dk what what is the one word that coaches will tell you give me consistency absolutely be consistent and and that's hard to really box in if he's gradually doing this we're not talking about the team gradually winning right i've always kind of said that you want to be on a you want to be ascending okay you don't want to be i want that to be the case when it comes down to the way you play football because it, it, it sets up for such a letdown. Uh, it sets up for such inconsistency, DK, that make you say, are you the guy? That's the reason we asked that question the other day, is Kenny the guy? And I think it still is fair to call it a toss-up because you have these type of moments that happen with not a whole lot of support coming back to him. And you know what you're saying? Well, he's got all the weapons in the world. The defense is doing this thing. Kenny's got to make it happen for himself because here's the other side of that. Somebody had a comment a second ago, DK, you had up there, um golly where did what, it go what was it uh, it was about uh god dog it dk um i'm gonna find it a second ago you just put it up there uh yeah i don't know I, i've been putting up a bunch of stuff in the case there. i okay. know you've been putting up a lot of stuff man but here's here's the thing about kenny having to have a statement game of find some consistency if he doesn't do these things whenever it comes forward to him being the franchise quarterback, you got to start looking over his shoulder. That fear for your option will come due. If he can't find a level of consistency, if he can't find a way to come out in games and be hot from beginning to end, like, okay, Josh Allen's, even though he has his consistency, inconsistencies with turnovers, right? Mm -hmm. Like a Joe Burrow that has done it, but he's coming off an injury. Like, okay, a Jalen Hurts, right? They're in those positions because they're they're consistent. That slow grind to a, a fast finish, it's got to be one of the weirdest things we've seen here in Pittsburgh in a very long time. And you can't help but look, but but to ask the question is, are you the guy if you continually do these things? 
Yeah, Rick says Kenny might not be Kenny might not feel like he's allowed to divert from the place early. Stop the there did that early. Man. Yeah, just don't work. Just execute the plays. Okay, whatever it is that they happen to be, execute the plays. You can you can pile on to Matt Canada if you want, and he's not a good NFL coordinator. Okay, I'm not I'm not taking his side here or something. I, I'm just, yeah, this is where I am here. Stop babying Kenny. Baby. Kenny doesn't want it. Trust <laughs> no, me doesn't. on that, okay? Yeah. Kenny expects more of himself that in these first three quarters than what he's done. I found it. It was Randy's. It was here, right here. Right here. We're, not built from, we're not built to come from behind. Uh, Randy said that statement alone should have gotten him relieved from his duty. That hurts. It's what makes the NFL unique. Come from behind. No, it's not. That was actually true. Because of the way Kenny plays, because of the way this offense has been inconsistent in the run game, because you've had inconsistency at the O-line play, just that side of the ball right there, DK, mm-hmm. is what's most fascinating about why he was able to say that. Matt Canada is not wrong to say those things, in my opinion. That, to me, should have been an issue challenge to everybody involved in it. Because if you're telling us we're not built from behind, well, you, one, if you think your play calling is that good, then we're going to go execute it to the best of our ability unless we're getting beat up, unless we can't catch the ball that comes our way, or unless we can't throw and catch the way we need to. I don't have a problem with that statement. It looks ugly, DK, but when we ask these coaches, or you, DK, ask these coaches in those meetings, mm-hmm. be truthful with me. Is that not as much truthful you can ever ask for from an offensive oh, coordinator? Absolutely. Absolutely. Who was the who was our our viewer that came in from the laid back in the Bahamas the other day? What was her name? Uh, that was, uh, God, Lee. Yeah, well, somebody will remind us here. But in the meantime, here's another one of those. Look at this. Aloha, always. Just finished surfing. Now watching the best live podcast. What do you call that, Moan? That's 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 a humble brag, right there, DK. (laughs) Here's another good one here. Uh, from Al, Al Mamoon says, Steelers Nation from San Ramon, California. This is an actual place? Them were my people right there, DK. Uh, those are my people. What's up, Ali? Uh, it was Leslie, wasn't it? I think it was Leslie. Yes, it was. Yeah. Yeah, it was Leslie. Yep. San Ramon, California. Sounds like a place you, we, need to ha- we need to get you and take a picture in front of the you are now entering sign. Yeah, I mean, there's nothing wrong with that, DK. We go out to the West Coast. I might find that sign, man. But the surfing might be the biggest flex we've heard. You know, how, you know how hard it is to surf. I can't even imagine. Yeah, no, I, I can't. I can't even imagine. I don't even want to try, DK, because it'd be one of those things. It it wouldn't be surfing. It'd be me falling in the water. That's all it'd be. Hodge is celebrating uh, his six month anniversary here with us by gifting twenty. Wow. Thanks, you guys man. are awesome for this, man. Just so you know. And we got a topic too, DK. If, if you want to do it before um, we get to the Hey Moan segment, man, or afterwards. Uh, something we talked about yesterday. I would say afterwards so that we can we can spend this time appropriately celebrating Hodge, one of our uh, more dedicated uh, viewers for, for a good long while now. So when we come back, we'll get to the only segment that matters. And that's Hey Moan, good people. At DK Pittsburgh Sports, we take pride in coverage that connects our city's fans to their favorite teams. Now, that connection's stronger than ever. Introducing our all-new state-of-the-art app. Find expert inside reporting and original podcasts. Check live box scores. Track the latest stats. Chat it up with our community of thousands of fans, all in one place. The new app from DK Pittsburgh Sports. Coverage that connects. That's good stuff. What did you have, Moan? Uh, DK, first and foremost, I have to ask myself, am I a six-month subscriber? Those are some real questions right there, DK. I need to find <laughs> out for my own self, okay? I don't know. I I, I, I can't uh, I, I can't suggest anything in one direction yeah. or the other. Hodge has a healthy motivation for his 20 gift, uh a 20 membership gift. Yeah, there he, he wants 20 less aunts and uncles in the world. Yeah, no doubt, man. Um, I have a topic, DK, as, as I'm trying to type to see if the six months show up on mine. Would you okay. stop worrying about that? What's your topic? I know. My topic. Here we go. Uh, we talked about it yesterday because it was brought up. And it wasn't even us that, that that shot this topic out there. It was the crowd. That's the reason we love this. So, right, DK? 
Yeah. But a lot of people were complaining a little bit about Joey Porter Jr. You know, the running away from the tackle conversation that mm-hmm. we had. Okay. And mm-hmm. Keanu not getting enough reps. And of course, Broderick Jones also. And we've kind of pushed this back a little bit. It's like, man, give Joey Porter Jr. time. Give Broderick time because there's a reason why those dudes aren't on the field. And I think when you guys bring up Joey Porter Jr. didn't hit Puka Nakul the way you thought he should have, right? Or okay. the fact that um, that, that Dan Moore di- didn't really lose his spot when he was back in the starting lineup or why is Keanu Benton not starting enough whenever he's out there? There's still stuff that rookies are working on when it comes to why they're not on the field. Joey Porter Jr. has to get more physical. That's something that you guys said, which is the reason we're talking about this right now. I don't care how much you guys love him. I don't care how much you think his potential is going to be. When you're playing games in the professional ranks, you got to make sure that your gun guys aren't the weak links in those moments, giving up those extra yards, giving up a sack. Look, again, we talk about Broderick Jones being the perennial left tackle that everybody wants, right? He can potentially be an all-pro type of guy if his talent is what we think it is. But he did good in one game. Dan Moore comes back in and do just as good in that next game. It didn't yes. warrant benching him, okay? The same thing can go for Keanu Ben. Maybe you want him in more of a reserve role till he gets an opportunity to grow up, get a little bit more hardened, understand how to watch film, how to minimize your weaknesses, and how to actually make plays even if you're not making a play. Keanu Ben being disruptive is good because he's showing you what he's capable of. The reason Cam got so much better is because he did one thing good in the beginning. He just went hard and hard and hard. He pounded the rock every single day in practice, every game he went in, until he developed a reputation, DK, right? Cam has a reputation. You don't get a reputation after one start. You don't get a reputation after everybody falls in love with you. We're talking about these guys over the long haul. You have a team and a coach and a style that will, as much as you possibly can and afford it to, will let younger, really good talent develop. And that's all that I think I was saying. No, that's all that I was saying when it came down to why Joey Porter Jr. wasn't starting, why we haven't seen Broderick Jones just yet either. So when you guys are asking, okay, throw them out there. They got to learn. No, you can still learn, DK, listeners, okay, by watching from the sideline. You can get a better understanding of how they attack Levi Wallace. You can get a better understanding of how Dan Moore keeps his starting job. You can get a better understanding how Montrevious Adams was possibly challenged because of me, Keanu Benton, and got better. Yes. No question about that. Right. No question about that. Even though they had Montrevious ahead of Keanu and everybody on the depth chart all summer long, Montrevious, if he doesn't have that push behind him, doesn't play the way he did. By the way, are we the only two people on the planet talking about Montrevious Adams? That's not okay. Yeah, I think so. I think so. That's because I, it, feels, it feels like it. I mean, did 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 nobody pay attention to what he did, especially in the first half of that game? Everybody's excited about the other stuff, DK. We're we're into the nuts and bolts of how we keep this thing together. Montrevious Adams, Wakam Hayward, it's the nuts and bolts of this operation right now, DK. Yeah, I just I mean you gotta stop the run. You got to stop the run. And they did good enough. Although I feel like situationally, L.A. had their way at times. But all in all, very solid day. Uh, Luke wants to know if you had any superstitions during the season. Any stuff that, that like affected you during the actual 17 or 16-game schedule? 16 games for me, DK. Uh, right. uh, not really, man. The only thing I did for a very long time was I uh, put on my right side first with everything that I did. Marquise and I, oh, this is one that happened during the season. This was one of those. We had to at least go out on the field. In our younger years, we used to bust a lap, walk the the short edge, bust another lap, walk the short edge, just to get the blood flow going. (laughs) And about year eight and nine for both of us, we just go out there and get our sets about five minutes and go back into the locker room. We just had to feel the field for a little bit, DK. That's, That's what it was all about, man. Montrevious is such a cool name. Cool name. Yes. If that's the only thing that we say about Montrevious today, it's plenty. 
Yeah, yeah, it is. Uh, yeah, I'm actually, but look, you can't get anybody to do it, though. Like, look, William McDuffie comes in and says, well, Larry O is good, too. Larry O is always good, we and we talk about Larry O. Yeah, nobody, yeah. Right, nobody, nobody took anything away from Larry O. Yeah. It's just that nobody can bring themselves to say, hey, man, Montrevious Adams is pretty good. Why? Because he's not. He's not that dude. Young and adorable, and we always love the young guys. And Put your best players out there, put, in, put including there. if it's the young guy. It is. I give I give the Steelers a lot of respect for this Montrevious thing. I really do. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, DK. Um, here is one right here. I think it's very hopeful, DK. Water in the desert, man. Drink up. <laughs> That's what I tell you, okay, water in the desert. But he goes, hey, Moan, is this the game Kenny Pickett get three touchdowns and shut everybody the heck up? We'd love that to be the case. Go nuts, kid. Do and, it. And, and here's what I say, too. I don't think. What's stopping him? So let's, there we go. There, there we go right there, okay? What's stopping him is this, probably the need to walk, not want to get hurt, right, DK? He's dealt with that. You guys asking him to go off script and be risky with how he plays ball like Ben did, think about the times that Kenny's been injured. He's gotten risky. He's gotten his head banged against the ground. He's had stuff happen to him in those moments, right, DK? And here's mm -hmm. the thing about asking the quarterback to go off script. To call your own shot is basically what we're asking. Extend plays. You better be real good at that number one and understand that the end of those passes, when you got to roll out of the pocket and throw down the field, more times than not, it's probably going to be somebody knocking you underneath your chin in those moments. Right? Ben took a lot of shots, DK, when he extended plays like that. He did. Bob Schreiner, who always seems to pull out something a little extra, says, Larry O is not a surprise. Montrevious Adams' game was like going trick-or-treating and getting a whole lasagna. Who would serve you lasagna? What you, like, if you're going around collecting candy in a pillow yeah. and a person comes to the door with lasagna, what do you do with it? Bob does like to throw us for a loop, man. I'm convinced. That's what that's what Bob's job in this chat is, DK. He likes to throw us for a loop, man. I keep saying Montrevious' name is a nice name. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, Jordan points out that Montrevia sounds like a 17th century composer. I like that. <laughs> or a 2023 rap producer. Either one of them is good. <laughs> somewhere between <laughs> somewhere between Mozart and like uh like like uh, we we can hear him be Dr. Dre. Montrevious on the beat is his beat is his is his call, right, DK? Mm -hmm. Bud's got no use for this ratio. 575 people are watching now, and we have 156 likes. Not okay. It's not Okay. It's not, not okay, uh, DK. Not even no, a little bit. Joe thinks I'm flogging, flaunting this coffee. Uh, yeah, you really are, DK. You do that often, though. You, I don't you, think you, about you, it. No, nah, you show off in front of us with your little coffee and stuff, man. You it's, show it's cool. off. Anybody can get one of these. Most people will tell you that's a real life luxury right there. Like, those are first world benefits that you have to be able to have that tall one like that. You don't even get a 12 ounce or DK. You get the 36 ounce. And that's what we're talking about. That's a flex right there. Yeah, I guess. I got a, I got a long, long night of work ahead of me, That's including only a, another thing. hockey game. You only spend on coffee, though, right? That's your biggest thing. God, dude, I, I spend no money on anything. <laughs> She's not around. <laughs> I hope she can hear you right. John Phillips yeah. says, Monty A was a beast, but media refuses to recognize the Steelers' young, non-skill players. What's that mean? Uh, but media refuse to recognize young, non-skilled players. I, I don't know. Uh, First of all, here, here's here's how I'll address it. Media is not a thing. I knew you was going there. I mean, it's not. We're different people, you know. Media <laughs> people sound like all the reporters get into one room and say, <laughs> "All right, now what shall we think and say about this?" Hang on, we all have to agree universally. Come on, man. Yeah, I hear you. I got a good one from Sticky B, man. We ain't put him up here in a while, man. And we talking about Matt Canada and the come from behind stuff. He says, you have to give Matt Canada a little credit, though. Either he's super confident in himself or this offense, or he is just riding out one of the only 32 jobs in the world. Either way, he has resiliency. He right about that. I got to give him that, DK. He that believes in one, himself. That's one tough SOB. Yeah, especially from you hockey fans, man. Yeah, they're tough, man. I, that, I wonder if that's going to happen again tonight. It's Penguins versus Avalanche. Avalanche are 6-0. and oh. It's probably going to be another rough ride, and I can see the crowd going, you know what? This is Matt Canada's fault. No way, DK. Not again. <laughs> 
Oh, not again. Uh, I have to ask you this because I just saw it and it's coming up often too, DK. Deontay uh, with the hammy. What we at on that one? You know much about it. Is he um, just a little tweak or he's out? How you feeling? It, I'll tell you what. It, you know, when you come through the game clean, Moan, you tell me. When you come through the game <laughs> clean and then you get out there and you practice for a day and everything's fine, yeah, you can tweak something. Uh, yeah, but I, as far as whether or not it's a full fryer mooth, uh, no, that's that's not my understanding, but we'll see. I'm, I'm hoping it's uh, just something that's a precautionary thing, DK. Um, Deontay's shown his worth. He's shown oh. what he, he can bring to this team, right? He did make it through the game in L.A. fine. Uh, I don't know if this, you know, hydration problem, a strain thing, or just a precautionary, hey, I feel a little twins. I'm going to pull out a little bit. And here's the thing, too, the world I'm learning about Atlanta falsely reporting stuff. You have to put everything, if a player has something, on the injury report. So it may just be a precautionary, hey, let me sit this one out. You got two days to rehab it if you need, and hopefully we see Deontay on Sunday. Yeah, there's just there's really there's no knowledge here um, about any of this. Deontay Johnson was a Thursday practice report is hamstring it did not practice if if i'm mike tomlin and if i if he's feeling even the slightest little thing especially after what just happened with fryermuth um i'm telling him to just watch from the side yeah yeah you know uh, what i mean no doubt man here's one from mike rosenthal dk i like this one because it, it adds the fire the flame a little bit i like this type of stuff as a player uh, Mike goes man shout out to bill cower for condemning the actions of trevor lawrence with his disrespect to the terrible towel he did call it little yellow towel thingies or whatever or something like that. I, I really hope you guys from the hockey rink take it over to Hinesville and just let Trevor know how you feel. And those moments right there, DK, <laughs> it, it's the smallest things that I have that defense head hunting you. And as a quarterback who's exposed a good bit that like to run the ball, I can live in that world while I'm hopeful. I got to tell you, Moan, it's a reach and a half to to – to say that Trevor was disrespecting anything. He said that you see the actual video of him talking. No, no, I don't he had a big to. smile on his face and he just said little yellow towels and they are, they're not big towels. They're not. They're not if you tried to dry yourself off after a shower, <laughs> you're going to need two or three of them. With a terrible towel here. We're going to bring one here. We have one here. We yeah. have our, uh, our, our, our spokesmodel is about to bring us one. Oh, we got one of those. We do. I didn't know we hired one of those DK. Oh, she said the spokesmodel says that we're all out of them, so she's going to go to the back. Well, that's because uh, they're going to have them and, in the stadium. But they are little. Uh, in it's some tough. some circles, they would refer to them as yellow. In Pittsburgh, we call them gold. gold. Right here. We're going to get Fresh one out. out. Yeah, here it is. Look at this. Mm. This is little. And some people would call it yellow. Am I right? You you say that, DK. And, and you know what's crazy? You're playing it down a real good bit. Okay. People, can I tell you, can I tell you something as long as I'm holding this thing? Yeah, go ahead. Do not ever buy a terrible towel that doesn't have this on it. Okay. The reason for that is the reason for that is the late great Myron Cope is a friend of mine, and I'm proud to say that. That's not name dropping. I'm proud of that. Uh was the one who created the terrible towel, and he was the one who set up so that every single penny from the sale of a terrible towel benefits the school in, in, in Baldwin in the South Hills of Pittsburgh for special needs kids. If you buy a fake terrible towel, you're defeating all of the mojo, the moxie, and everything. If you get one of those towels that just say Pittsburgh on them, you're you're hurting not only your football team's cause, but also these kids in the South Hills. Yeah. Okay. Just thought I'd throw that out there. Okay. There's you, no such thing as a secondary terrible towel. You you always give us some good nuggets on this podcast, DK. I hope you don't do this for your daily shots, man, because we we love them here. Okay. <laughs> no, I this is. I actually use that. I, I I give that speech a lot to people when they come yeah. in here and they look at the towel and they go, hey, twelve dollars. And it's like, yeah, it believe me, you're doing the right thing. What did you have a like over there by you, DK? A what? That was a big thumbs up next to your head. What are they doing with your graphics over there, DK? I have no idea, but oh, I know wow. that uh somebody wants Montravius to be my my middle name. I can see that day in. Yeah, Davian Demontravius. Doesn't really Vakovich. roll. Yes, doesn't really roll. I, I no. like it. I'm cool with that. 
We have confirmed, by the way, through our audience that Ramon, San Ramon, is a place that's about it twenty is. miles outside north, about outside San Francisco. Rico Costa says, "Hey, beautiful people, and you too, DK. You think the Steelers could get Curtin? That's the cornerback from uh, the, the the Broncos. I don't see Denver being dumb enough to trade him." But given their track record of dumb, okay, now that's more like it. Yeah. Who knows? Uh, what do you think it would take to get him? It's always about draft picks. When you're when you're seeing a team sell off, Moan, isn't it always? Yeah, it is all about draft picks. For a guy like Patrick Sartan, I'm trying to look up his contract situation, see if we can actually fit in that DK. Uh, he was just given a well, he signed a four year, twenty million dollar deal as a rookie. Can handle um, that. We can handle that. But here's the thing: if you handle that, you probably want to keep that which means you're going to have to extend him at some point in time. Are you? He's a corner. He's a corner. In today's game, I'm extending the corner. Absolutely extending the corner. So you got to be able to handle that blow eventually. The good thing is you got a rookie quarterback or young first first contract quarterback. You got a mostly young team. The cap is somewhat good enough for you to deal with him. Yes, I see that. But you got to ask yourself, are you willing to give up that first round? Last time you gave up a first round was, of course, Tamika, right? That yes. paid off. Oh, De- just a little. <laughs> <laughs> Defensively, it does make sense. But if you can give away a second and a fourth, maybe. Because on the back end of that, you're going to have to eat that contract when it comes down to it. He's going to be a high-dollar guy coming down the pipeline real soon. But it will be good to have Joey Porter Jr. and Patrick Sertan the second. As your lockdown corners, that's one way to build a doggone de- build a doggone defense, DK. The name of the school, by the way, is the Allegheny Valley School. Uh, as Nick points out, he says, "Truth, DK, nice reminder for the people." It's the school. This is amazing, Moan. Is one hundred percent funded by this by the towels by the towels. Man, shout out to Myron. That is you talk about leaving a legacy behind. Okay, I mean that's that's how you do it. That's how you, you touch know? the earth, right here, D- DK. That's how you touch the earth, man. And Absolutely. if you're if you're selling fake towels too, get get no get man. On. Whether that's in the strip district, on the bridge, around a stadium, whatever it is, no. The best way to stop it is to not buy them. Don't yeah. be cheap over a couple of bucks here. And I'm not suggesting that you you can only get them here or something. No. We have we we have the authentic ones here. They're everywhere. Just make sure you're looking for it. Here, I'm going to show you one more time. It's got this tag on it. It says officially licensed. Myron and it, and it has to say Myron Cope's official terrible towel. Not just terrible towel or anything like that. Myron Cope's official terrible towel, Pittsburgh tradition. That's some cool stuff, DK. I mean, I see this one real quick, man. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm, I'm with Brian on this one. Never buy a terrible tile if it had Hoosman's out attack. They stumped on it and he got smacked around. But here's the thing, though, too. Hey, my what was the weirdest superstition? Moeldy Moore throwing up every single game. We've been there doing the team prayer, and he's just yakking up the entire time that we're saying the Lord's Prayer. That's probably one of the weirdest superstitions I've ever seen. Never seen anything like that, DK. Oh, yeah. I mean, really, really weird. Leroy says, uh, hey, Mona, DK, do you see us making any moves at the trade deadline? Uh, I heard rumors about Dan Moore. Don't, don't worry about rumors. Do you see Do you see the Steelers making moves? Man, if it if they do, I'd love to see Patrick Sertain. Uh, but if it's anybody other than that, you got position filled. The thing that you're trying to push Dan Moore out is about, it, it's you want Broderick. I mean, it's okay to just say that, too, is the way I look at that. Dan Moore being... Capital is the same way you kind of look at Chooks next year. You can trade Chooks if you want to next year, right, DK? Mm-hmm. And get the same capital. You don't want to mess up what you got going on. Would just you trade to put Dan your Moore? guy in? Would I wouldn't you trade, trade Dan Moore. No, no, I would not. No, he's hmm. still cheap. And then the fact you can get cheaper by giving him an extension after this year if you decide to trade Chooks. We're talking move, business here. And move Dan to the right side. Exactly. Yeah, that does actually make more sense. It's something that we, we brought up here. Uh, before uh, Jimmy says, we speak of holding everyone, including Kenny accountable, but we also talk about developing youth when TJ played 15 out of 16 games in his rookie year. It is that is playing cornerback that more nuanced Jimmy Porter's playing. Okay. Everyone's acknowledging it. Terrell Austin talked about it today. Now Porter's got a little bit of a calf issue. He's not expecting it to, to keep him out, but he's playing. Yeah. Yeah. He He's is. out there. The only one of these kids who's who's really not out there is Broderick. 
Yep. Absolutely. And and here's the thing, too. You were transitioning to a younger, very younger defense at the time, too, with some help and assistance around it. TJ was ready to come in and play, prove that he had that motor and sustained it. He played 15 games that year or started. Yeah, played in 15 games that year, seven sacks. That was a great baseline. And yes, there is a big difference from playing outside linebacker to playing corner. It just is the two the two most volatile positions is the ones you guys want to just think you can just throw into the pond and think they're going to make it. That's corner and that's tackle or anywhere on the offensive line for the most part, unless you're that special. And you guys have brought up the deficiencies of uh, Joey Porter without even saying anything. You saw him in the game an extended amount of the time. Tackling has been an issue of his or at least the lack of physical. I mean, the lack of being physical has been a thing. You can't just mosey out there and play in that Pittsburgh defense with that type of stuff. Right, right. Barber comes in with a $5 contribution and says, Hey, Moan, I started a conversation. Is is Mike Tomlin 5'8 or taller? Because Sean McVay's listed at 5'10, and when they shook hands, Tomlin towered over him. Mike T might be about 5'10, 5'11. I, I got 5'11. I was going to say, I got 5'11. The times that I'm, I'm 6'2, I'm standing across from him, and he's, he's, just a little bit shorter than me. I never even thought about Coach Tomlin's height. Like, he's not a short dude. Uh, no, no, he's definitely not 5'8". <laughs> no, he ain't 5'8". Hell no, uh-uh. I, that never even crossed my mind. He's not a little petite dude, man. Absolutely. Pete says that TJ had uh, James Harrison mentoring him unfair advantage. Uh, and, you know, James wasn't exactly Mr. Congenial with everybody who came along, certainly not rookies. But... He he did work with TJ, especially in the weight room. Yeah, uh, that was and TJ has talked about this. He brought it up again just a couple of weeks ago, where that was where he did most of his passing on. It, it, James, for James to pass on his techniques to people is a little bit of a challenge because James is. is doing things that only he could do. Right, Moan? Yep. That only his muscle type. That's what and, I mean. And his and height. build, and yeah, yeah, you talk about height, yeah, yeah. It's, it's a, that's the only reason why James Harrison was one of the only people that could beat Joe Thomas the way he could. He was born with the ability to beat him like that. He did this. He would he would like submarine him. Yeah, you know, or so, put that shoulder into him. So let's let's reference that real quick. The stuff that we're asking of these young fellas right now ain't the same thing that's presented to these, I mean, to TJ and to other guys that's Cam that have been put in these positions. We're talking about a different team, like all the way around difference in how they were introduced onto the field. Michael Steinberg comes in with a, a the, hey, Moan, how, does, how much does it affect the locker room when trade rumors about your team come up? Y'all want the truth? None at all. Yeah, there's just, I mean, who talks about trades in in the NFL? Between the rumors that are always speculating, like so going around you and the fact that you got to be dialed into your job, you really don't have no time to focus in and on the rumors. And it's so much stuff that you hear throughout the league that more times than not, most players going to believe it's a lie anyway. Like, yeah, whatever, until it happens. Like, nobody believes anything until it actually happens. Carl Stock says, DK, how can you be a tender? I think he means Yenzer. Yeah, All yeah. your life and not talk like my crazy cousins. I never hear Don Tan. Don Tan. Um, <laughs> you, you, that's the Yenzer dialect is much more specific to really targeted areas. Is it more Polish? It's, it's older. It's yeah. more than anything else than it is. It's not related so much to, uh, like I, I know what you're saying, Polish yeah. Hill, or the, there we have a Ukrainian part of the city. We have what? a Hungarian. We have whatever, but the, you you don't have the, the Yinzer thing is much more for older people who have not left their neighborhoods much. Okay, does that make sense? You know what's funny? A lot of Pittsburgh does not leave its neighborhood. I like that DK, and I don't understand it at the same time. No, it's it's very, very different. That's for sure. Different ways to help the show, says the boss. You can like the show, and that costs nothing. You can subscribe to our channel, also costs nothing. You can become a member, costs something, not a lot. <laughs> and then you can buy merch, too. And you know what? We haven't put the merch link we up have for not have ever. One. We're going to do that now. Did you know that there is Ramon Foster show? Tell them, DK. Merchandise, because you know how I know that? Tell me. Because I walked here today wearing mine. 
Where is it? Oh, it's all the way back there. <laughs> but a really, a really nice uh, uh, blue hoodie. You got one there? Yeah, check this one out. This has, uh, this has, oh, this is the Hey Moan. That, that's my favorite one right there. Is right that there? One. Yeah, that's my favorite one. There's a, there's a Hey Moan hoodie. Let me put the, uh, the link up here while I'm thinking of it. Um, and then where's the other one? You have the other one there? I have a green Hey Moan. No, this one? one right there. Yeah. Yeah. This is the one here. Spokesmodel. You need to walk in, in it and then look at your watch at the end of the. Look at that. <laughs> look at look at seventy three with the big smile on his face. Yeah, absolutely, really? man. And of course, because she was in charge of the process, it's good stuff too. Yeah. So anybody is. who's interested in that, dkps.net slash Ramon shop, the ship right to you. Um, we have from Chris. We're gonna just take a couple more today. Chris Hoover says, "Hey, Moan, what was your favorite thing about having Mike Tomlin as your head coach?" Um. I'm a reference. I saw a video yesterday of a young female rapper who's a huge fan of the Pittsburgh Steelers. It was yesterday. Glorilla, yeah. right? Glorilla was her Glorilla. name. Glorilla. Yes. She's from Memphis. I listen to her music. Most of Memphis is like big time Steeler country too. It is. It's huge, DK. Uh, so she grew up a Steeler fan. And if you watch his exchange with her, that's why I was a fan. That was one of my favorite scenes with Coach Tom. He treated everybody like a human, not like a number. And there are certain times that he get into real coach mode and you're like, golly, who is this dude? But the conversations you have, the way he mentor guys, and whether it was <laughs> whether it was real or not, and I think it was more real, um, how he treated you. Like, a lot of coaches treat you just like, uh, whatever, do what I say. Because some of actually have a relationship with guys. They knows their names and their kids, their wives, and how they grow up. And if you show a special uniqueness about you, um, he going to pour into you. A lot of coaches don't do that type of stuff. He's uh, he he's got some authenticity to him. He knows how to pick up people's spirits when he's around them. Uh, he knows that he's the center of the conversation. Everywhere he's standing, he doesn't run from that. I kind of I, I kind of respect that. You know, yeah. I, I think that's neat. And some people would see that as you know. Really, dude, you're not all that, but you'd, you'd have to be around him to know what that is. He's He's got the biggest voice in the room, in every room. Am I wrong, Moan? He does, but he finds a way of bringing you into that voice, DK. Does he not do that more that's often kind, than that's not? That's kind of what I'm saying. Is he'll, yeah. find a, he'll find a way, no matter who you are. Uh, when he, Sometimes when he does those, those walks through the locker room, he has no purpose. He did not come in there with any purpose, but he'll find something or somebody, and he'll make up really loud boisterous remark about it and it'll get everybody involved and then he'll point you out and get you involved too yeah 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 that's exactly what it is man mm -hmm. uh more the person uh than the coach and that's probably saying a whole lot about him man that's that's awesome that was a great question right there too yeah i like that let's let's get one more here we got one more good i see one, one really good dk we can't we can't overlook that one shout out to uk hottie Okay, mm -hmm. shout out to the noobs, man. My fraternity cap out for side, DK. Uh, this one right here, you got to answer this one. <laughs> Are there terrible tiles on in the store? <laughs> Can't find any in South Korea, obviously. We got people yeah, in South there, Korea, DK. There are terrible tiles, official terrible tiles that are available online. Uh, we don't we don't ship ours. Uh, all of ours are in store, uh, but they're really easy to find again yeah, just are. make sure you're looking for myron's name uh if anybody's brazen enough to make a fake towel with myron's name on it they deserve all the bad karma <laughs> they're gonna they're gonna get in life you can tell by quality too you really can't tell the difference a couple more six month anniversaries coming in uh from from our people who've been with us for well six months that's pretty much when it started by right? the way, yeah, it is. We're, we're not height shaming either. I see somebody say, hey, what's wrong with being 5'8"? There's nothing wrong. The fact that DK is like 6'3 and I'm 6'6", six, six, I mean, there's no problem with that. You can still sit down with us and be the same height. That's right, at our table too. Chris says, <laughs> this will be our last question for the day. Yeah. Mike Tomlin said that the Rams showed a different defense than expected. Are Kenny Pickett and Matt Canada taking too long to adjust to defenses? Uh, I, I'm going to begin on this one because what actually what 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 Tomlin was referring to here and what we all saw was that Sean McVay came out there with five 
or even six down linemen because he was just not going to let the Steelers establish the run. Najee Harris talked about this. This was actually right out there in L.A. after the game and said, we, we needed to – that was hard. Yeah. <laughs> okay, it was, yeah. That's hard, right, Moan? It is. Five, Five or City six Hall. guys are there. What are you, Yeah, what are you doing? You're just banging your head on a cement wall. You, mm-hmm, you're banging your head. And eventually what you saw was the Steelers started spreading the ball a little bit. But where this, to me, where this comes down to are those Mike Tomlin trademarked weighty downs. Um, you've got to be able to get the sticks going in order to develop a rhythm. Am I right? Yeah, yeah you and to do. spread things out. It, it starts with getting one first down. You get one first down, you continue yeah. to go into the flow of the game, man. And here's the thing, too, about that question, too, Chris. Um, most changes are made at halftime. You go on with what plan you have and how you're going to operate. In order for you to really inject the new game plan, you got to get the group together. Um, and I'll say this. It, maybe it's me being an optimist because I'm naturally that okay. What if this was the, the the growth that Matt Canada and Kenny Pickett need? And you got to commend that in the fact that they knew they had to adjust. If we saw a better Kenny and a Batman, better Matt Canada after the second half, to me, you got to say to the man, hey, good on you for adjusting and not actually just fighting City Hall, as we like to say sometimes, DK. Yeah, that's uh... – I could see that you have to make your major adjustments at halftime. At halftime. I could also yeah. see just mixing up your play calling too. I don't want to let Canada off the hook here. Yeah, you never. Okay, <laughs> no, but in general, not, it's like, look, you, you don't have to rewrite how yeah. you have your line managed. Okay, you don't have to go and put, you know, say, all right, well, that's it. We're going to put Darnell Washington out there, and we're going to put a bunch of. We're just going to go all big and counter this. Right. You don't have to do any of that. You just, you know, make a couple of passes. If yeah. they've got five or six guys at the line, guess what? Task your wide receivers and or tight ends to, yeah. I, I don't think that involves something significant, right? Spread it out, DK, 100%. That's, and that's where we have been saying the pressure on Kenny has to be pointed in his direction. If it's on you to win games with your arms or legs, do it, Kenny. Well, we talked about that, too. You know, uh, let's start seeing some more motion out of the quarterback and not the panic motion to the left, but like designed runs. Why not? Stepping up in the pocket when it's there. Why not? Why not? Let's see something. Let's see something. I see that uh, John just came in with a, uh, you guys can't see this, but just came in with a, a purchase of merchandise. Hey, big time, John. Thank you. You big John now. I don't care what your kids say. You big John. <laughs> we we want to see pictures. All right, guys. Yeah. That's it for today. I'm going to head up to the hockey game. And then tomorrow I'll be at the Steelers practice, their final practice of the week leading into the game against the Jaguars. What do you got going on, Moan? Uh, tonight, uh, my son has a, uh, not their Halloween havoc, but they got a scrimmage tonight for basketball. My oldest is coaching his little brother's team tonight. Uh, Ron is actually, yeah, 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 yeah. They having like a play day. Yeah. Miles is in the sixth grade. RJ's in high school. So RJ's coming back to coach him in the game or coach one of the teams in the game. Right. Does he, does he can is does he have any problem with benching the younger? No, he couldn't. I, I guarantee he might pull Miles out of the game before anybody else. You know how the little bro stuff stuff goes. Uh, Ron is actually in my city here in Hendersonville, hosting at Buffalo Wild Wings. They have the afternoon shows, there, so I'm gonna go up there and say what's up to him for a little bit. Uh, and watch some of this game, man. Lyle put up something I thought was pretty significant too. He's mad that the Thursday night game won't be televised. He's in Wheeling, West Virginia, 35 miles away from downtown. Uh, but that's an Amazon Prime thing. You need to get you a buddy that has a buddy and get their membership. Uh, my understanding is that the game is going to be televised locally in, town. On, 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 in Pittsburgh on WPXI. Now, whether or not that's, you know, that's considered part of a Wheeling or Weirton or anything on the West Virginia panhandle, I'm not. I'm not sure. Yeah. Uh, man, you better borrow a membership, Lyle. <laughs> Come on, man. Yeah, that's right. All right, everybody. Uh, we'll be kind of right back. <laughs> or not. We're going to get to stay tuned here in a little while, DK. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right? That's where yeah, this is going to end up going, huh? <laughs>
Well, if you're going to be, you know, and a lot of people have done this, they've looked at Trevor Lawrence's first 18 games in the National Football League and they've put Kenny's next to them and said, you got to be patient, whatever else here. <laughs> you know, Trevor Lawrence was a number one overall pick. Kenny wasn't. Uh, Lawrence came with all the universal high expectations and everything else. Kenny didn't. However, get it done, man. It's right there in front of you. Just yeah. once. Just once. Okay? I'm yeah. not even being a cynic. I'm not being a jerk. Let's see Kenny rise up to that fourth quarter level over all four. Let's see yeah. the entire offense do it. Yes, of course, it would be great if Deontay was healthy and and everything else here. He's not. You deal with what you have. Yeah, you do. If and buts and candies and nuts, right, DK? Yep. Yep. There's absolutely nothing you can do about that. Sometimes it does come down to the player. Uh, I'll bring up one, man, that's real quick, man, from my guy Ryan Lido. We hadn't discussed that just yet, but there are some plans. We will definitely keep you guys in a loophole on that, DK. We got to kind of hash. We do got to hash that out. Well, we do and we don't because it's, it, it's, it's not because it's not in either of our control. It's when the Titans plane gets here. That's true, too. I think and it'll be about four or five o'clock Eastern time. Something like that. So yeah. whatever that is, we'll adjust and we'll do something after that. We'll keep the place open, whatever else here. But we're talking about next Wednesday, by the way. Yeah. By the way, Pete, this this is we're not comparing one to one right here. You said Trevor had Urban, Kenny has Matt Canada. Unless you're trying to say both of them are terrible or bad. I but, think he is. Okay, I think he I got, is. I'm picking up what you're putting down now, man. Uh, but yeah, um, I'm with DK on this one. He got to show Allison. Up. Look at, look at Allen's just dying now that he saw the merch. How do I get this merch that you created? Know, my uh, go to dkps.net slash Ramon shop. Ramon shop. Yeah. Yeah. Type it for you here. Dkps.net slash. And this part is lowercase Ramon shop i'm putting it up there show there it is that'll take you into our shop and you'll be able to see all our stuff mm -hmm. you know or you can come in we have some stuff here too you know You're such a saint dk I no but really it. but really here you want to look at look up here i'll show you guys something you want to see the ramon mugs you see them over there man top shelf look at that look at those ramon hey moan to see them up there at the top yeah <laughs> Yeah, man. Good yeah. stuff, DK. Damn. We got stuff. We've got stuff. All right, guys. Tomorrow. Tomorrow, good people. We'll be locked in. Friday. Mm-hmm. Woohoo.